Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I'm the recovery guy. It is so good to be back in the studio with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, I hope you are on the road that you were intended to be on and that your recovery every day is a little bit better than it was the day before. And, uh, you know, that's what we can hope for. That's our hope. That's our joy. That is our goal, that every day we are just a little bit more refined version of the person we were the next day. Some days, we're just sort of treading water, and uh, you know that's really okay, as long as we're not going backward. However, people of recovery, people like you and me, we can't afford to stay in the one one place for too long because complacency will set in, disappointment and despair will set in, and we will go backwards. So we always want to be peddling and moving uh, in the direction, you know, again, as Newton's um, law of motion states, things that are in motion tend to stay in motion. And that's really one of the reasons I think um, we need to have others surrounding us. We need to, first of all, take our own personal inventory on a daily basis. And when we're wrong, promptly admit it. We need to then, um, you know, uh, seek through prayer and meditation with God as we understood God. We need to go carry the message, but we also need to share with individuals. Uh, I don't do it nearly as often as I would like to because I, I, I appreciate the friendship that my sponsor, Will, and I have, um, but I find myself often just checking in with him, just to check in with him because he can either read something I'm producing in a blog or listen to one of my podcasts or sees one of my social media posts and and it's a jumping off place it's 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 a way for me exposing myself to him that he can then say hey I need you moving in this direction and so on and so forth and that's what recovery is all about and and I hope that's where we find you today uh, I don't know how long you've been listening or participating to uh, our content uh, but I am glad that you are here today don't forget to go in and sign up for the newsletter at recoveryguide.org. Download the podcast, download the blogs. I have had some readjustment. I, I think I've bitten off a little bit more than I can chew, and I need to dial back just a little. The newsletter is going to be released the the uh, the first week, the first full week in July, and I apologize. It was really my intention of um, getting it released in the middle of June. Uh, but, you know, sometimes life happens, and 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 uh, JJ and, and Pablo and um, uh, Jonathan and I are still publishing our blogs and our podcasts to keep things active and real, but I had to put the brakes just a little bit on. Everything is good, no problems in life. Uh, I have the problem we all wish um, we could have and we hope for, that there are so many good things going on in my life. I need to just sit down and sort just for a moment, because otherwise, you know, there's a lot of, there's some dilemmas I have in my life. And, and a dilemma is simply where you have more than one option 
and you're not sure which one to choose. And so uh, I'm in that process of sort of sorting, uh, but I promise you uh, next week, the the first full week of July, you will get a newsletter. So go in and sign up if you haven't already. Let me know. My calendar is starting to get filled up for the rest of 2020. Let me know if you need me to come and speak uh, and, and share my experience, strength, and hope either in a Zoom meeting or if you need me to get there on a, uh, a physical basis to do a live uh, presentation of uh, my recovery and the different things that I've learned in my 34 plus years of recovery. So go to recoveryguy.org. Check me out. If you don't already, Instagram, I am a recovery underscore guy. Recovery underscore guy. Check it out there. Um, recovery guy on uh, on Facebook. Um, you can email me. My cell phone number is there. You can message me. You can DM me. Let me know what I can do to help you take advantage of this life you have, you have been given. You know, uh, today's podcast is titled "Reason to Celebrate." Don't you? I just love that word, right? Can can you say celebrate? Um, Uh, without smiling, uh, I know that it would really be an effort. It's a natural desire or natural response for me to smile when I say celebrate because I have so much to celebrate. I had things to celebrate when I thought I had nothing to celebrate. That's how relevant and prevalent uh, celebration has always been in my life, whether I uh, recognized it or not. Um, You know, I have this friend and his name is Chris T. And I'm so proud of Chris because uh, uh, of where he has come from uh, in, in his life or come to in his life. If you're looking for Chris today, uh, you'll find him at a factory where he is the CEO of a very prosperous company. Or you might find him on a Zoom meeting uh, carrying a um, uh, 12-step or big book message uh, onto a Zoom. And uh, before this whole coronavirus thing would hit, you would find him in a residential treatment program sharing his experience, strength, and hope. That's who you would meet today, right? When I met Chris... I met him in a treatment center where I was carrying a big book study in back in 2010. And at that time, Chris was bouncing in and out of treatment. Uh, two days ago, uh, two weeks ago, rather, Chris celebrated seven years of recovery. And to be a part of that and watch the celebration and the transition, uh, when I chatted with Chris um, about a week and a half ago, and he told me, he said, hey, just so you know, just so you remember, I'm coming up on, on seven years and I could not be more grateful. So so reason to celebrate, you know, not only for my buddy Chris and everyone that he has in contact with, but for you and me uh, at large. So let's kind of look at reason to celebrate today, right? And I hope you are celebrating. And if you're not, um, I hope um, this sort of relights or rekindles the fire um, in your life to celebrate. So what does celebrate mean? And then how do we translate it into the life we now live? You ready? So going to Webster Merriman uh, Dictionary, celebrate, I'll share with you a couple definitions and then we'll get more into the meat of things. Uh, It means to perform a sacrament 
that is actually a religious um, uh, ceremony, right? Uh, to perform a sacrament or solemn ceremony publicly and with appropriate rites. I like that definition because, because we're involved in a higher power because God could and would if he were sought, right? And, and I don't care, you know, what you choose as your higher power, providing it makes sense, right? But it is a, it is a very spiritual uh, opportunity, for us to celebrate and to give thanks. Giving thanks is, is, the, is the action at the end of the celebration. And sometimes as we're celebrating, we're giving thanks, but it's all a part of that thankfulness uh, to celebrate and to enjoy. But to perform a sacrament or solemn ceremony, right? Sometimes it is very serious depending upon where we're at and understanding where we came from. There's a solemnness in our heart of deep gratitude that we don't have to hurt or hurt others the way we used to. And we and we do it publicly so often um, with appropriate rites where we are um, naming it or through a particular process or procedure. The next one is to honor an occasion such as a holiday especially, once again, by solemn ceremonies or by refraining from ordinary business. So so, sort of say, let's stop this for a second. I know normally what we would do right now. And we do this in meetings as well, right? The normal course of the meeting, but, uh, but once a month at the, uh, you know, the month-end meeting where we celebrate birthdays and things like that, uh, some meetings do it every day, uh, but by refraining from ordinary business or setting that ordinary business aside just for a moment so we can recognize. And then finally, to mark something such as an anniversary by festivities or other uh, deviation from routine. Aren't those great definitions of celebrate? You know, before I came to recovery, it was not often or regular, and maybe you can jump in this as well, I'm more than happy to own it, um, that, that we had reason to celebrate before you and I got here. Remember that? There wasn't a lot of reasons as we thought to, to celebrate. We had no real concrete reason even when we did, it, it was usually short-lived um, because eventually the other shoe would drop. You know, after that, after that short-lived celebration, the reality of the direction our addiction was taking us brought us back to earth. And once again, we were faced with the, the consequential life that our behavioral choices had brought us to. You remember those days? Celebration was so so short-lived because it was it was it was the exception. It wasn't the rule. You know what I mean? It was the exception, and then I had to get back to the reality of what I was doing, or who I was, or who I was becoming. One of the most wonderful things that I have learned about recovery was the element of celebration. Have you experienced that yet? You know you know what I'm talking about? You know where I'm going? If you're involved in 12-step recovery, whether it's secular or, or religious, you know, um, almost every 
uh, spiritual or religious approach to serving its members um, has some type of recovery program, whether it's Celebrate Recovery, Reformers Unanimous, the Catholic Church has has its own program, the Mormon Church does, the uh, uh, Judaism does, the Muslim faith does, because who doesn't like to celebrate when a person surrenders themselves to God as they understood God and decides not to live in that reckless uh, and destructive life that addiction and negative behavior brings. Baked into the cake of the recovery plan that I first came across was celebration. Just like you would have a great recipe for a pastry or a cake, you would want to bake those ingredients in so at the end you could enjoy the product. So baked into the cake of the plan of recovery was celebration. I remember coming into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and when they realized that I was there for the first time, you know what they gave me? Maybe you already know if you've been there. They gave me a welcome check, a welcome chip. They would say, is there anyone in their first 30 days of recovery or is this your first meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous or Overeaters Anonymous or whatever 12-step group you're involved in? I'm sure they did this for you, NA as well. They give you a welcome chip. Sometimes they'll call it a, a 24-hour chip, but it was saying, we're glad you're here. Those who were there when I arrived decided to celebrate my arrival. Isn't that mind-blowing? Doesn't that just stop you for a second? I, re I remember that because where I came from, people did not celebrate my arrival. Quite the contrary. I, I trained them to be very cautious and concerned by it. You know what I'm talking about? You sort of, we sort of wear out our welcome. And it's not that they didn't love us or care for us or that they didn't want to welcome us. There was just nothing else to welcome. We were disappointing on so many levels that there was nothing more to celebrate. As I learned more of the 12-step program, I learned that I could celebrate one day at a time. After that, I found out they, they wanted to give me a chip, right, to celebrate 30 days of continual recovery. All the time, they were telling me to celebrate one day at a time. Then came the celebration for 30 days. 60 days, 90 days, six months, nine months, one year, and so on. Nowadays, in the rooms of recovery, it's, you know, 30 days, 60 days, you know, 
Now, it's, it's for every month, right? We used to do 30, 60, 96 months, and nine months. Now it's four months, five months, seven months, eight months, 10 months, 11 months. And, that, and that's okay. Sometimes for an old timer like me, it was uh, difficult to get my head around uh, because I, I have a tendency to be a traditionalist unnecessarily. Um, I'm just glad people are celebrating, and I hope you are celebrating. But you remember that transition? Remember getting that welcome chip? Remember how unusual it felt? It's like, let me give you a chip and a hug, right? Remember that the first time you were, you were, you were embraced? It's like, dude, all I did was show up, and you don't even know me, and if you did, you probably wouldn't like me. Why in the heck are you celebrating me being here? But they knew where I came from because they came from the same place. And consequently, they understood that we need to celebrate one another. <clears throat> Excuse me, that, that our arrival, our decision to, to become humble and say, I can't do this anymore, that in and of itself was reason to celebrate. And it was almost like I was being transported for or to a place where celebrating where 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 it was temporary to life, where celebrating could be could become the light of the path to the rest of my life. And I decided then and there to never leave. You remember, you remember that feeling? What, whatever day it was that you walked into your recovery, your rooms, again, it really doesn't matter to me where it occurred to you. It just matters, it matters to me that it has occurred to you. And, and if what I'm sharing with you is foreign to you, please reach out to me. I have so many friends in recovery that I love to sort of work with and, and, and hand individuals off. I'm, I'm so blessed with so many people on, on the Al-Anon side of the table, N-A-O-A-G-A-S-A, even though I qualify for them all. I have some incredible people, and if you've never experienced that joy that comes from celebrating, just walking into a room and saying, I can't do this anymore. I need help. Will you please help me? And understanding how people want to celebrate that decision with you because it means you don't have to die and you have found a place where you can live. And not just live, but live in a way of gratitude, of appreciation, of truly celebrating, of truly setting aside a time to commemorate and give acknowledgement to what you have overcome and how you will overcome even more and have continual reason to celebrate. You understand what I'm talking about? I hope that you do. Let's go on. So once we get to this point, I just want to share and I'll reiterate, um, what does is, what is celebrating bring to us? Just three simple things, and as always, you're going to get these in the notes of the podcast description. But what does celebrating bring to us? When we go back and we, and we sort of revisit 
the the definition of of celebration, and we look at uh, the we we look at the sacrament or the almost like a very religious celebration, a very spiritual opportunity. Um, it is a solemn ceremony. What what do those things bring to us when you consider honoring an occasion, just like you would some type of designated holiday or a particular ceremony by setting aside what you would normally do like uh, like an ordinary course of business, you say, you know what, I'm going to celebrate this. I'm and 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 celebrate. Uh, you know, celebration is the noun. Celebrate is actually called a transitive verb, where we're doing something. It's it's a physical or an emotional. It's an active response. So, what does that active response of celebrating bring to us? Well, first of all. It can bring to us a daily reminder that we have a new life. Isn't that wonderful? Celebrating is a daily reminder that we have a new life. And no matter where you're at in the in the spectrum of recovery, we all have reason to be celebrating. My dear friend Wendy, that Laura and I got to see a few weeks ago um, in in Florida while we were on vacation. <clears throat> Excuse me, Wendy is got three and a half years clean, and you'll hear me refer to her. And she was celebrating um, uh, her life and her recovery and some of the advancements in personal relationships and understanding her recovery and how she is becoming even more. Uh, valuable to others. We now have Wendy is doing a Zoom meeting every week with my friend Debbie for um, uh, Annie's house and do an incredible job. And she's celebrating that she understands her value that she can now bring to others. Or even my friend Angie, Angie T. Uh, Angie has this wonderful son who is autistic, and and so much of Angie's life is revolved around her her boys and her education and staying in recovery and working in recovery, and she is still celebrating every day. If it wasn't for the celebration that Andy, uh, Angie or Wendy uh, or Chris or others have, how long do you think they would they would stick around? It's the celebrating that gives us that energy. And it can be so simple in life. Um, I know sometimes with Angie, uh, the challenges of having a special needs child with, with autism can be just overwhelming. But you know what her celebration was this last weekend? She went to the lake and her son did not have a meltdown, but he had an incredible time. And boy, was she celebrating because she worked so hard to maintain this balance in her life. And, and she's celebrating and that reminder that she has this new life. Because when she was out there in her previous condition, she would have never been able to, she might not even have her son. He might be in the system under, you know, care child care services. But now she can celebrate this wonderful event, this wonderful day. There's so many different things that we can pull from our recovered life to enjoy celebrating on a daily basis.
And when we can celebrate that way, it, it, it's an energy. Celebration or celebrating is an energy that is encouraging to us. Again, going back to Newton's law, things that are in motion tend to stay in motion. So as we are celebrating, it creates an energy that is encouraging to us, and that encouragement that we are given helps drive us to a whole nother level. Does that make sense? Everything is connecting. Everything is touching. Nothing is independent of each other, whether we think it is or not. Everything is fluid. Everything is relevant. Everything going in the same direction at the same time, simultaneously, like good alignment, only allows us to get further with less energy even expended. That's part of celebrating. And what does celebration bring to us? It brings to us a place to live for the rest of our lives. Once again, remember where we came from? Remember when discouragement and despair was living in our doorstep? Again, anything that we had to celebrate was was soon engulfed by the reality of who we were. It's like trying to body surf in a riptide. And I don't know if you've ever done that before. But it can be very scary. And it's very uh, overwhelming. And you feel like you're going to drown. Just the minute you think you, you can breathe and you come up for air, another wave comes in. And it's pulling you out and taking you over. But as we celebrate, this is where we live today. And we can live there for the rest of our life, one day at a time. I have no idea how I got here 34 plus years later. When I first came into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous through Gamblers Anonymous in February of 1986, I would have that relapse at 71 days, came back into the program in April 25th of 1986, and I have learned the power of celebration. And I celebrate something every single day, and, I, and I'm committed to do so for the rest of my life. Again, those of us who live in the celebration of what we have been given, can, can we do that? Can, can, can we live in the celebration that we have been given? Because it is a gift. Sobriety, recovery is a gift. It says in, 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 in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, I love in the promises, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled amongst us. Then it says, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them. Let's celebrate that truth. I have found that those who celebrate find ways to enjoy life to the fullest. If we as a group, if we as an individual, if we as a recovery movement choose to find ways to, to celebrate, 
the, the, the outcome has to be that we enjoy life to the fullest. Because again, we are like that, that, that engine that gains momentum going down the tracks. I tell people I feel like this uh, unstoppable force. You cannot derail me. Life cannot alter my course. Not because I'm special, not because I'm more intelligent, um, not because I'm anything that any other people aren't or are. It is because I have chosen to celebrate. I have chosen to celebrate the smallest of things because sometimes those give the biggest return. If, if we're waiting to celebrate only the more magnanimous things that occur in our life, we could be waiting. But, but if, I, if I celebrate the sweet kindness of Laura's voice when she says hello, those are the more common things in my life. Or when my son messages me, or where one of my daughters says, hey, Dad, I, I heard your podcast, or I read your blog, I really like it. Or when I get a message from some of the people that I work with and coach in recovery, um, you know, uh, like Big Mike, you know, out of Staten Island today and, and showed this picture of he and his daughter, you know, just enjoying themselves and, and living this life. And I thought, wow, I'm celebrating with this guy. It's not even my life. I've never even met Big Mike before. And yet I'm celebrating with him because I know what that means to go from having children that you don't think you're good enough to be around to enjoying life with them. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So I, know I only not celebrate the things in my life, but, but I celebrate the things in Wendy's life and Susie's life and Chris's life and Mary's life and Angie's life and my daughter's life and Laura's life. There's so many lives out there that I can celebrate in that add to my life. And I want that for you. Let's celebrate if you don't think you have a reason to celebrate, would you reach out to me and we'll put together a list together. It'll take me about three to five minutes to identify 10 things in your life that you can celebrate. And if you don't believe me, take me up on the challenge and I will be more than happy to, ex to share my experience, strength, and hope with you that you may find your experience, strength, and hope within you right? And that's how this whole thing works. Please go to recoveryguy.org. Please go to recovery underscore guy on Instagram. Please reach out. Please continue to listen to the podcast. Please share them. Oh, last week we went over 6,000 downloads of my podcast. Isn't that crazy? Jonathan and I have kept this thing alive since 2006, and then I met JJ last uh, August and actually last July, and he said, hey, let's do some podcasts. So we started those going back on August 2nd, and we've been faithfully doing two podcasts every single day or every single week for you because we care about you and we care about recovery. And now, as of last week, we had over 6,000 
downloads of our podcast. I'm mind-blowing. And Pablo is working so hard to make sure that you've got a great website to go to, that you can download the information, that you can sign up for the newsletter, that you can become an active part in our recovery community. And we want to celebrate with you. And I hope you join us along the way. As always, my name is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy.